Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Evolved Idiots Podcast. As always, my name is Mike Mendoza. I'm Matthew Nathaniel. Good morning. Yes, good morning, sir. In in California. In California, indeed. <laughs> it's Christmas time. It's gonna be gray and rainy here in California. The wow. the, the whole uh, the whole week. That fits the fits the mood. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch uh, Escape from L.A. to <laughs> take notes. Now, is Escape from L.A. the one where? Kurt Russell had to play basketball. Snake Rifkin. Was it was that where he had to play basketball to to live? Or was that Escape from New York? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I think that was those two LA. movies are very similar. They're just in different cities. I think Escape from what Escape from New York was the first one, right? I think so. I think that was a way better one than the Probably. LA one. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm just gonna have to find those uh awesome leather pants he used to wear. They seemed key to the escape. I, I don't think you'll have any trouble finding male leather pants in LA at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's been an interesting, like, just end of the quarter here. You know what I mean? Yeah. With decisions we've made, uh, well, I've made personally, yeah. like, you know, to uh, make the great escape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, you know, I was good until they, until I couldn't go to the gym anymore. Yeah. And that kind of, kind of bothers me. <laughs> um, trying to, trying to make time to find, find places to do things and it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, LA has made it very difficult if you're not, um, you know, part of the, of, of, uh, the woke army. Well, I don't want to say that. I, I don't like to use all these different terms. I feel like everybody needs to get away from terms. You know, that's, that, that terms help divide us, sort of. And I feel like, you know, everybody does just want to be safe. And but <laughs> ah, keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know. I just, I feel like we, we, you know. But they have made it difficult that if you don't buy into the ideology that is being um, perpetuated by the so-called officials mm -hmm. and the state media, then uh, then it's very difficult to, to exist here and, yeah. earn, and earn a living. Even. Then you're kind of shunned a little bit. Outsider. Like you, they make you an outsider. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, like, this is the thing. They they can f they can force you without forcing you. You know what I mean? To for sure. I mean, <clears throat> you're you're you're. Fl we know a lot of people who have left the state mm -hmm. already. Yep. You're leaving the state. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm at at least leaving L.A. Yeah. Um. You know, it's it's a lot to to. Yeah. And that's the thing. Pre-pandemic, you wouldn't hear me say like anything like this. No, you know I had I mean? no, no intentions. I was, I thought really I could stay here for years and years and years and years. Yeah. I mean, dude, I've been in LA a long time now and it's like just seeing how this is the course of these two years, how it's gotten 
degeneratively bad, right? right? Like it's it's deteriorating and deteriorating and deteriorating. I don't like I don't know how it's going to recover. You know what I mean? And people could be like, "Oh, you're over dramatizing." No, it's like there's an element out there right now of a little bit of danger. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's a little bit more grimy. Yeah. People are anxiety and fear filled all around here or they have to play the role of like I know we're not putting labels on it, but wokeness. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so we're in all everything I just said, where's the fucking fun? <laughs> where's like the quality of life? Well, they say you can have fun if you'll join the team. Yeah, but I see, I've never, growing up, <laughs> I've never uh, played the rules like that. You know what I mean? Been the conformist. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's, no, a re there, there's a reason. I was always the one leading the rebellion. Yeah. There's a reason uh, we kind of went to the school we did down there. We didn't think like anyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it still holds true right now. Like, I just don't see how this city is going to get better. I don't see how it's going to recover. And, you know, I think it's going to get worse and worse and worse. I don't, I like, if it does get better, I think it's going to take a decade plus yeah. to even recover from the damage that's already been done. Yeah. I, it's, it's frustrating for me because there's not that many places I would, this is, this was ideal, honestly, for, of to, to, for, for a lot of reasons. There's a reason so puts, we chose to move here. It puts me back into a flux of uh, feeling very unsettled, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Cause I've been other places, but they didn't feel like places I wanted to stay. Yeah. Like even me, I'm, I'm torn Yeah, because I loved my life here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I loved what I do for a living. I loved, you know, like what I used to do, like hit up, do, do, do shit on the weekend. And like, I had my rituals I did on the weekend, yeah. you know what I mean? But now it's like, all right, I could technically still do those rituals, but everything's slightly different, right? Like I have to show a card. I have to be around people that are not like-minded like me. I have to play by certain rules instead of feeling free to do whatever I wanted to do. You're not as free to do, so, do those things anymore, which is, I fucking hate it. You know, and I'm, I'm riding around. I was driving past Eagle Rock the other day. They built a, a homeless encampment over there mm. with little tiny houses, right? I was like, that's, that's cool. Right. So, so some side, so not, not an encampment. It's not uh, an encampment. It's uh, not tents. housing. It's, it's real. Yeah. It's real housing. Gotcha. They're like little shacks there. Right. Yeah. But I was like, all right, this is cool. You know, to help Perhaps people we out. Should, is, is shack really the right term? It's a shack. It's smaller I mean, than it, a shack. It, it, when I think of a shack, I think of something very shitty. Fall, I, falling apart, you know, made out of wood and planks and. Sturdy shacks, new age shacks. <laughs> is it something that the city built? Yeah. Okay. So they're like watertight, you know, yeah, yeah, wind they're tight. Legit, They've got they're like small doors, on, doors on yeah. them, probably got a bathroom inside or something. Maybe. It looks like a, a half of a tiny house. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. So that's, that's cool. That's yeah. a plus. But also, you know, I was just thinking there, I mean, you were talking before this, like rent prices right now are off the charts. So it's like. Where are the, where are the resources for just the normal people here in, in California? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like the people that are just like not uber rich and not fucking homeless. Yeah. <laughs> like where's the resources for all the regular people? Like 
the prices for the Inland Empire right now are off the charts. Yeah. And I was just like, it doesn't make it like unemployment's higher than it's been. Right. No one wants to really work. So it's like, why is the rent so fucking high? It doesn't like it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, everything's went up. Inflation's a problem. Yeah, you know, that's that's a, an issue. Yeah, it makes everything go up. The power of the dollar is not as effective. I, I just don't understand how people are able to pay these rents because there's not a ton of availability. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. There's not. I mean, for there's not like you can go and be like, I'm gonna go look at this place and I'm gonna go look at a couple more and and then make a decision. Yeah, you don't have that option out here. If you find one place and it's in your price range and it checks your boxes and and you go see it like you better be ready to pull the trigger immediately because there just aren't a lot of options out there especially if you're on some sort of budget yeah you better be able to pull the trigger and know that you're comfortable with staying in california for another year yeah you know so it's it's fucking weird you know what i mean and it's like all right i'm I'm looking and just that price is a all across and, the board. And that that's the other part. If you're looking for some sort of flexibility, a month to month situation, like well, that just makes your rent ass. even more. Yeah. You know? You're ready to pay out the ass. But then it's like, all right, you're less free to do things here. Rent is more expensive. People yeah. are anxiety filled and fear filled. What's the plus? <laughs> well, this is this is this is the you know, I don't want to belittle the the fact of uh, of COVID and the people who have died mm-hmm. due to COVID. And there's a ton of reasons why those particular people probably were more harshly affected by COVID. Comorbidities, specifically obesity. Mm-hmm. I don't want to belittle any of that. But take the health uh, aspect. And, and I know there are people that are going to be, well, you can't take the health aspect of it out of the out of the equation. But let's pretend we do for a minute. The part that I really have an issue with is the overreach of government authority in, mm-hmm. in your personal life and literally shaping society into a segregation society. And I don't know if... I think people are too are a little naive because they've never personally experienced these kind of things. But I think they're a little naive to the fact that these things will continue to be implemented on more and more things. Yeah. And, you know, it's right now it's it's your COVID vaccine passport or card. Very soon it's going to be something else. Um, you know, we've already I, 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 seen saw, it. I saw, I saw, I saw the, a, a video of, of, uh, where they're talking about putting, I don't, I don't know. There's all, there's all sorts of things that are being implemented. I certainly know that the governments are using, are passing legislation to use cell phone data for contact tracing yeah. and, and this kind of stuff. And I, I don't know. I just. I don't want to, I just want to live someplace where you're kind of free to make your choices and and live your life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's a, I know people are like, well, slippery slope is, is BS, but no, it's it's real. There's a slippery slope and we're slipping. I mean, here, here's the thing with just these past two years, Mm -hmm. right? The things that they said were not possible are now 
They're doing reality. It's, it's doing, yeah. Right? They're like, you'll never Literally need to show paperwork. Conspiracy to, theories no longer need decades to be proven true. Yeah. Now it's just a matter of months. Yeah. And I think people are like, oh, well, after the pandemic's over, we'll get these freedoms back. Mm, no, it's already gone. Sorry. I don't think they will. No. Once you you gave them an inch, now they took a yard. Austin just did the same thing L.A. did. Yeah. New York just did the same thing L.A. did. Yeah. As far as vaccine mandates, no natural immunity, no testing is is uh, valid. Yeah. But let's be real. L.A., New York, great cities. Boston was always a shithole. <laughs> still a major, still a major yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, still yeah, a working yeah. class city. Uh, yeah. More of a working class city. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Even in the other two, I would I'll, say. I'm just, I wonder when when the American people are going to have enough. When are we just going to be like, it's enough. Like, you've overstepped, overreached. Like, it, you're done. Time out. You're in timeout now. Yeah. The American people are like, a. It's as a collective, we're a, we're a fucking cuckold right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right now, people still do have the option to leave a respective city or leave a respective state. I think it's sh a shame that people have to consider that. Um, when it will finally boil over, I think, is when they try to force the whole country into this. And, you know, I think if you go and try and force a place like Texas or, you know, some of these other states... Mm -hmm. Uh, to do what California and New York are doing yeah. with regard to society and culture. Um, I don't know that that's going to, I think that's where you, the line could be too far. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even talking about like Texas, like my buddy lives down there now, right? In Austin specifically. Mm -hmm. Well, a little outside of Austin. He's like, he loves the fact that he lives outside of Austin because Austin itself is like mini LA, he said. Mm. He's like the same type of people that are kind of part of that mindset yeah. or they're all in Austin. So he's yeah. like, thank God I don't live in the fucking city. I live out of the city yeah. and that I don't need to deal with a shit. You know what I mean? Look, there are some good things about about the L.A. mindsets. There's some things I like. Well, I liked about it. Well, here's you know? the thing is like. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about why you, you want to flee yeah. L.A. That's the same type of mind that's in Austin itself. Yeah, well, the people can do whatever, you know, I, I, look, if people want to mask and quadruple jab vax themselves, mm -hmm. that's, please do. Mm -hmm. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to stop you. Yeah. I just don't think that the, the governor of Texas or the mayor of Austin is going to implement mandates. And the mayor of Austin will. Mm. I don't think the government, the governor will not. The mayor of Austin. I bet you the mayor of Austin does not if the governor doesn't want him to. I think they're already kind of opposing each other, right? Well, I don't know. I yeah. haven't really been following it that closely. Yeah, no, the, the, the mayor of Austin is, is a nutcase. Yeah, but <laughs> I just, I, 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 I think the governor kind of, well, I don't know. I feel like he could apply enough pressure. I mean, I don't like a lot about what Abbott does, but mm -hmm. I get the impression that he's got a pretty amount, good amount of sway that he could imp, imp, apply pressure to. I just don't think he can have the capital of his own state mm -hmm. 
be the only place with like vaccine mandates. Like I, I feel like he will find a way to prevent that from happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I hope so. Like, that's the biggest thing is I would, I would be like, I would hate for you to move over there. Like, you know, moving to Austin in the city. And you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> it's, the, in the yeah. city, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? I think outside, even me going there, I could tell when I was, you know, in the city and then when I was out of the city, in the city, I had to like, you know, do all the shit, you know, but then once I got to like Dripping Springs, it was like, that's where the real Texans are at. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm a, a real Texan though, either. <laughs> <laughs> but here's it, even Joe Rogan and shit, right? He doesn't live in Austin. He lives fucking outside oh, of okay, Austin. Okay, but he's he's a baller. I know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Dripping Springs is, uh, I think, pretty cheap, cheaper than Austin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 sure it is. I mean, there there's some other places I think that are are reasonable considerations yeah. as, as well. What but. would be, what would be your number one city? I don't know. I'd, I would have to go visit yeah. a, a few places. Um, th well, I, I would really just need to visit one place. Yeah. I've been to the others. It would probably be good to revisit them. It's been a while, but I, I know what those ci other cities are like. W would you ever go international again? I, I would love to go international. Yeah. I would prefer that. Yeah. If I'm not going to stay here mm -hmm. in, in L.A., Southern California, like, would you move back to Spain? I would definitely prefer to be internet somewhere internationally yeah. than in America. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like it's, not, <laughs> it's not even a question. Uh, but uh, Australia and New Zealand are off your list. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's what I started to say. Like everything is now more complicated yeah. you know, because of this. I don't even know when I would be allowed to. I don't know if there's even a procedure for somebody like me to travel internationally right now. Mm. I would have to look into it. That is true. You yeah. know, you're part of the dirty group. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I, again, you're a dirty boy. I, 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 <laughs> you know, there's, uh, I'm, I'm one of the few, I'm one of the ones that can still donate blood and plasma. This is true. I'm pure blood. Well, here's, you know, here's the thing. I was talking to my buddy in North Carolina, right? And him, him and his wife, they're, they're left, you know, so they, they all got the, the vaccines and all these things, right? He said his neighbor wasn't, but they still talk to each other. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah. That's how it should be. That's what, like, I always... People here still talk to each other. They just have this sort of condescending resentment towards or, you. Or they scream <laughs> towards each other. Or they already write you off. You know what I mean? Like... That's not what we were taught what America was in school. Yeah. Like in school, they're like, what makes America great is you can have your opinion. They can have their opinion. You guys talk and come to a resolution. Now it's yeah. just talking. There's been zero resolution about anything. Nothing has gotten better. Everything's gotten worse. Yeah. And it's fucking frustrating. You know what I mean? Like it's frustrating that. I got to make the choices I do now. It's frustrating that you have to make the choices yeah. that you do now. Like what? And I know this is a first world problem, guys. I can, <laughs> but <laughs> like, it's, but this, this is, this is, this is kind of what starts to slip you into the third and fourth world levels. Mm -hmm. So like we say this is a first world problem, but losing your freedoms is fundamentally what makes you a first world. Yeah. See, but I think majority of Americans right now are soft. 
that well, they'll yeah. give it away. Yeah. Like I said, they've never... They want to be told what to do. Like right? the greatest generation that faced the Nazis, that faced the hell of Vietnam, like those generations are pretty... are, are getting fewer and fewer out there. Yeah. And there's there's there's... You know, look, there there are people that went to war in the Middle East, and I'm not saying that it, it wasn't bad, but there was a level to what people experienced in World War One, World War Two, in Vietnam, mm -hmm. the Korean War. That I, I don't think that generation has experienced, and certainly not in a, a didn't affect civilians. You know, civilian life was affected during those old wars. Yeah, it wasn't really affected. By the Middle East wars, our economy boomed. Yeah, because we're, you know, we're based on the military-industrial complex. Like yeah. that is our economy. We just shut down. I don't know. And look, I, I'm I'm not. There was a lot of bullshit. I think about the Build Back Better plan proposal yeah. that just failed. Yeah, Mansion killed it yeah. officially. He didn't kill it though. There were 51 people who didn't vote voted no on it. You know, it wasn't just him. Um. But we just passed, what was it, $770 billion for the military, which was $25 billion more than the president had even uh, recommended or something to that effect. They got $25 yeah. billion extra just for the hell of it. Um, and that's per year. Yeah, Like the Build Back Better was over 10 years. It was what, th th three, th I don't know, one point. It was like two trillion or something yeah, yeah, over yeah. over ten years. You know they're doing seven hundred and seventy billion per year. That's nuts. Yep, that's. I mean, and we don't even blink an eye at it. And that that's what our economy is. We're just a consumer economy that buys shit from China. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look like this when the when the recession hit. You know, I was I was in D.C. Right, like. DC was undefeated always. You know what I mean? Like I remember traveling to different cities that were really impacted by the recession back in the day. And I was like, oh man, these places are hit hard. I was spending more money yeah. and not giving a fuck <laughs> during the recession than I ever did. Because DC, what is DC, right? Everything, everyone's on government contracts yeah. or works for the government or you know what a I mean? Service family to members, those yeah. Family yeah. members. The economy was booming in DC, and then I would travel to St. Louis. Mm. Be like, oh man, this place was hit hard. You know yeah. what I mean? Although I love St. Louis, like it was hit hard. These places were hit hard, and it's just uh, that's what's happening now too. You know what I mean? Like I think DC in itself undefeated. Like when I tell my buddies back home, I'm like, man, California's crazy. I don't think they quite understand what I'm talking about. Because they live within that bubble of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, yo, like they're taking away the freedoms over here. They're like, oh, whoa. You know, like, I don't think they quite understand yeah. all that. Yeah. There's also, I think, subconsciously, you know, when you have made your career out of uh, working for the government and you have that government paycheck security. Jeez, yeah. Uh, I think it's hard subconsciously not to kind of allow that to skew your perspective just a little bit as well, as far as being choosing to be, you know, you're subconsciously choosing, you know, you're not consciously choosing, but you are subconsciously choosing mm -hmm. to like not acknowledge, not look over there. Yeah. You know?
Yeah. Information is too readily available. There's very little reason for people to be. The only reason to be ignorant of something is, is, a, is a lack of access. But if you have access to the Internet, you have access. Mm -hmm. And the only other excuse is that there's too much information and you can't know everything. <laughs> that and, you know, it's, I've, I've, come, I've come to learn this, like left to someone's own devices, mm -hmm. they're not going to do anything. Like if someone was like left to uh, the Internet is chaos, right? Yeah. Someone's not going to someone's so overwhelmed that like they're like, I don't want to type that in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to research this. I feel like people yeah. love here's the thing, people love being told what to do. That is a like people love like, hey, this they is like to not they like to have things simplified. Remember mm -hmm. how we've talked in the past, like how the brain like you categorize things yeah. because it's easier to process and yeah. you know, it's like a computer, but we got so much processing power mm -hmm. basically. I think it's the same thing. Like yeah. they just like to have life simplified for them. Of course. Tell me what I cannot do. Go ahead and put in the guardrails. Let me bump around on the guardrails and I don't have to worry about staying on track because I know the guardrails are there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I personally, and I think a lot of people, and I think fundamentally the spirit, I don't know, this is, this is sort of just how I, I, I perceive it. The spirit of the country was formed off of having the freedom to, you know, walk along the, the, the ridge line and, and, you know, not have any guardrails. And if you lose your balance, you're going to fall down the mountain on either side. Like, yeah. you know, we, we take that risk for that thrill, for that accomplishment, for that miraculous, like that's what America is about. It's not about playing it safe all the time. It's yeah. about taking risks, going for greatness, you know, and having the freedom to do so. And if, we don't have that freedom to pursue those kind of that spirit and, yeah. and those passions. Are we still, are we still the same country? Yeah. And the leadership has been so fucking horrendous. Like there's no leadership that there's no leader right now that inspires. No. And that no. brings the nation together. They're not inspiring anybody. No. All, of, all of them are below 30% approval. They're all trash. All of them. Yeah. And they, like, like I said, you know, growing up, I was never, I was never part of the machine. I was never like really on that conveyor belt, you know, like chose to go to the school we chose to, mm -hmm. right? I was part of the machine for a little bit. Then I was like, oh, I know I'm just going to fight and do martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was never part of that world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for anyone to expect anything different <laughs> from me would be fucking retarded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, it, it's always who I've been, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, uh, that's always who you've been. That's why you've made the decisions you've made to do. Like, I'm going to go here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Mm. That kind of free spirit attitude, that kind of like, all right, let's give this a shot. You know what I mean? Let's see what happens. The risk taking all these things, it's kind of been crushed a little bit, you know? Well, I don't, per and, and this is me speaking personally, like I don't want to ever, like I look at myself right now and I think I have failed yeah. basically everything. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if I do, I know that it's like on me. Like I've, I've made the decisions. I've put forth the effort. Mm -hmm. I've not put forth the effort, whatever the case may be. Yeah. It's on me. If I'm dependent upon someone else or the government to, to, to take care of me. Yeah. 
they're also going to limit me. And then I will always have that excuse. Well, I couldn't do it because I wasn't allowed to. I'll never know. Well, here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Whether you succeed or fail, at least you know that you have the questions answered for you. Yeah. Instead of you living in the what if. Because you're not, if you have the questions asked, uh, answered for you, like, oh, yeah, like I, I, I failed on this. Let me try this one. Yeah. I failed. Let me try this. As opposed to, what if I did this? What if I did that? That's purgatory right there. That's, there's no, that's, that's not rooted in reality, right? Mm. That's your ego trying to protect you. Like, ah, I wish like, I know if I made that decision, I probably could do this, you know, but what you've done is you've rooted yourself in reality, put yourself out there and then win, lose or draw. At least you fucking tried. A lot of people don't even yeah. try. They they just, their ego protects them. And they're like, yeah, if I did choose that, I'd probably be successful. You know what yeah. I mean? I always hated that because I didn't, I always wanted to know whether you would win or fail. At least you fucking have an answer. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with failing. You know what I mean? Like sometimes is it eat shit? Yes. But it's going to. It always eats shit. It always eats shit. But it's always going to kind of put you through that path. And it's always, I said, I mean, you chose this path. So it's live by the door, uh, live by the sword, die by the sword. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to go and do what I got to do. At least I'm going to have an answer. You mm. know what I mean? As opposed to being old and then having it, uh, you know, having a kid and be like, you know, I wish if I was your age, I would have tried doing yeah. more of this. Yeah. I would have. I always try to listen to stories from elders, the old people. People write off old people like like they're nothing anymore. Like, ah, oh, you're just you're living in the past. But you learn a lot from talking to a lot of elders. You yeah, know what I mean? I There's like you know, like who get there? A lot of them are like, hey, who gives a fuck? Try do what you wanted to try yeah. what you want to do. That's the biggest thing you always hear. I mean, it's, it's, it Life is, goes by fast. it is amazing. And it's one of the things that, why I like history. I mean, and you talk about listening, talking to elders, like the stories, I mean, the things they did at the time, at their age, like at such young ages Yeah, back then, like it was nothing to quit school at 13 and start working and go off and join the Navy, you know, or whatever, like as a teenager, like it was nothing yeah today like you you could not even fathom letting a, a 13 or 14 year old go go off and start their life somewhere in the world because yeah, they're doing tiktok dances i mean <laughs> <laughs> hey, but here's the thing like if you we look at like i mean they had adventure you know yeah it was like let's, that jack kerouac shit let's say everyone was in tribes again right like or like you look at tribal cultures they have the 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 tribal elder, the wise person in there. Yeah. The, hey, what should we do? Like, you know, like, yeah. what's going on? What, what, you know, like. Well, we got Joe Biden. The, so he's half dead, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we got all of them. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. But Nancy the, Pelosi. They're all old but as here's fuck. The thing, None we, of them have any smarts. But here's the thing. You look at the tribal elders, right? I shouldn't say that they have smarts. They're just corrupt. Yeah, they're corrupt. The tribal elders genuinely wanted to do what was best for their tribe or they lived like everyone else. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like the tribal elder was a King. No. And you know what I mean? Like he wasn't the ruler. I, I just wish that you had a council of elders that you went to and you were like, Hey, we got this problem. Yeah. What should we do? Yeah. 
they've seen more seasons. They've seen the cycles. They've yeah. seen these things. You know, they 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 might have some knowledge there. They were talking out of wisdom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like out of experience. On so, experience, things that were passed down to them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I always looked at that and like, all right, well, I don't want to be the old guy that wishes. Hmm. I want to be the old guy. I was like, hey, I fucking tried it. You know what I mean? At least I tried. At least I, I savored that moment regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is what, what me and yours kind of like similar spirit like all right let's go at it yeah. let's see what happens but you know if we're making i mean you're wiser now right from when we were younger Hopefully. and all the decisions yeah so it's like you're looking if i'm looking at like our decisions in in battle right right now it's time to retreat la la is not a great yeah. battleground to be in for me and yours mission what is the mission there's not a lot of good territory out there right now yeah and here's the thing mission's always been this right work you want to be an entrepreneur your own boss right and do your own shit on your own time make your shit your you know what i mean yourself california is not a place to do that not right now no i don't no. think it's going to be a place to do that not for a while for a decade yeah. plus maybe even longer so it's like yeah. all right if if we're talking about land of opportunity has gotten very narrow land of opportunity is not here it's, it's gotten very narrow yeah so if we're looking at like all right everyone understands the mission right now it's not feasible for the mission to be here anymore yeah. now i gotta make a retreat plan and come up sure. with a new battleground for where me and you end up you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah that's just what it is yeah and then if i'm not really looking at that that means i'm not rooted in reality right now yeah. I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? Like, I, ho like, hey, hope, hope, hope's dead. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm one of those people that until, until the last breath is breathed, there's, there's always hope, but it's, I'm just amazed at how many people are just okay with all this. Like, and I do see more and more people that are like, I'm double vaxxed, but I'm against all these boosters. crazy mandates and, and I'm not taking any more boosters. Like yeah. prove to me that it's going to work. Like, well, did you see the, the, the traffic signs on the freeway? Yeah. Come I mean, on. it's a little much. Yeah. It's a little much. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, I hate to like, I don't want to be uh, inflammatory, but it really does come back to that slippery slope where like now I think of like Australia and I think of Austria where they're literally going around and checking papers and timing people how long they go out to exercise. If they are vaccinated, they still have a time limit on how long they can be in public. Yeah. And like... Look, I don't want to live in that society. Do people have guns in Austria? They got guns over there? I don't know if they do. This is also something, I mean, those are, t I, I know, and these are two kind of like, I feel like America, yeah. you know, talking points. Yeah. Not, not America, but America. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, freedom of speech uh, interestingly has shifted from the the sort of the left to the right yeah and 
guns. Yeah. And they're the two things that we have fundamentally built into our our country's yeah. foundation <laughs> that make us very different from other countries. And, and even with all the gun deaths like that we have, you know, the you know, I I, I don't want to use an old talking point, but re- re- really like guns don't kill people. Like I know they make it easier to kill people, but they don't. The people do are doing pulling the triggers. They are evil, you know. There it's, are it's evil not, men the, out it's there, not yeah. the guns themselves, but if the guns keep us from having a total authoritarian government, then yeah, you know that that's that right to have and bear arms becomes seemingly very vital. You see how quickly it changed. Of course, I mean Australia used to have guns. Yeah, and then they banned them. Just a few years ago. Yeah. And, you know, within a decade, they're to Boom. this point. Yeah. So that's my thing is like growing up, you never, even me, like growing up, I never understood like the importance of like having, you know, having a gun until I really didn't either. recently. I grew up in an area where it was very prominent. Guns mm-hmm. were everywhere. Yeah. And I kind of thought I was like, man, who needs a gun? Like yeah. we live in modern society. Like, give me a break. Of course. Even Unless you're a hunter, but like I was never into hunting. Yeah. Like I'm more interested in it now than I ever was as a kid, which yeah. is very strange. But, but that's why, because now it's like, all right, now we're understanding more. You know, I could speak for myself. That I'm understanding more of like, oh yeah, it's very important. Yeah. It's very important. You know, like get off my Again, lawn. Protect shit. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like it's shit goes down. You better be able to run a, a 10 minute mile and know how to use a firearm. Yeah. Like, otherwise you got no chance. You're, you're dead. Especially in a city like LA right now. You're dead. Yeah. You're not getting out alive <laughs> unless you can run a 10 minute mile and you can know how to use a firearm. Yeah. And you probably, I'll throw a third thing. You probably need to know hand to hand combat as well. Yeah, for sure. Those are three things you better know how to do. I think, you know, to shit goes down the apocalypse, the zombies break out, all that, any of that shit, like better know those three things. Yeah, because that's your confidence is up. If your confidence is up, your confidence is up. It's everybody else is going to be easy pick and they're going to be the first to go. Like you're going to be get you'll get out of the city while everyone else is being taken down. Yeah, because they're uh, the slow, the unmobile or they just uh, fetal position because their feelings got hurt. (laughs) The uh, yeah, the not mentally strong. But that's uh, L.A. Yeah, it's it's rough. I I wish it wasn't the case, but fuck. I just wish that there was some acknowledgement to like how corrupt, you know, our everything is like at at the government level. Yeah. You're not, you're seeing it from all these other, you know. And I'm not talking about like, look, I don't know why people find it so hard to believe that the pharmaceutical companies have basically paid everybody off. Yeah, everything's sponsored because by Because <laughs> fundamentally, I mean, there's not just evidence of it, but the government, the, uh, what do they call it? The deep state, the CIA, the FBI, yeah. the NSA, all these organizations, they have a long track record for the last hundred years of doing corrupt, Deceitful illegal things. Uh, horrendous things to both people internationally as well as domestically. 
And I don't know, you know, some would even say killing uh, uh, our own president. And so, and there's, there's, uh, speaking of which, the Oliver Stone thing that's coming, a documentary that's coming out on that is, 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 uh, should be good. I watched an interview with him on it. Yeah. Um, should, should be good. Um, but there's a long history of these things. So it's not like you should, it's like, that'll never happen. It's literally already happened many, 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 see, many, many times you'd, over. You'd be naive to think that it's, it's already history that it's happened, right? Yeah. So you'd be naive to think that history wouldn't repeat itself. Correct? History absolutely repeats itself. Of course. Like, this is the thing is like, unless you pay attention to history and you learn from it and you can, you know, alter the future by making rational decisions I look, I look to break those cycles. <laughs> we're, we're, we as an American people are, are in a uh, domestic abusive, violent thing right now. We're like, like the, we hate the, ourselves. <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, we got our ass beat by the person that's supposed to love us. <laughs> and then we're like, no, they're really a good person though. <laughs> You're here with a black eye, bleeding nose. Like I fell down the stairs. He's, he, he loves me. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what it is. Yeah. You're blind to what's happening right in yeah. front of you because you've chosen the easier thing to digest yeah. would be like, Oh no, it, this is it. This is, you know, responsible. Yeah. They're just being responsible or doing yeah. this. Like, that motherfucker beat you up. Yeah. <laughs> and you saying you love him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, like, that's how I feel. It's like, we're in such a, everyone wants to throw around the word toxic. Mm. The government is so fucking toxic right yeah. now. The news outlets are so fucking toxic right now. This, They're the most toxic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're the most. I think that if we talk to, if if the common person here in the United States of America came to the table, like, I think you'd have, you might have a good conversation with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the government and the, the major news networks want to promote this division, this toxic, this toxic way of thinking that, is not conducive to improvement. It's not conducive to uniting us as a nation. It's not conducive to loving your neighbor. It's not conducive to being a good person. You mentioned goals earlier. Yeah. None of those are the goals of those in power. No. The more divided we are, the easier we are to control. Yeah. And manipulate. They're right. They're, hey, they all got richer though. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've always... One of the reasons I think I, I identified, you know, growing up with like hip-hop was its rebellious nature yeah you that's know? dead though it is and you now know rapping about getting your fax card and, and shit and, <laughs> and, you, and you know what it's 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 interesting because even that's an example of where there are conspiracy theories about government influence on hip-hop and mm. how it's shaped yeah you remember when uh the guy from from Texas, the hip hop guy from Texas. Which guy? It was on Rogan. Willie D. From Willie the Ghetto D. Boys. Willie D. Yeah. Remember when he was talking about he was going to do a documentary? Willie D. Where's your fucking documentary, bro? He has a podcast now, though. You? Well, I wonder if he talks about it. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's, I should check it out. It's him and Scarface. Oh, I wonder if I, I'm interested in this conspiracy. Mm. So I was going through and cleaning out some shit. 
and I found this this email and I started I started re- reading it again. It's kind of like it's kind of wild. I mean, this was uh in fact, I think I maybe have it up here somewhere. So this is a, a letter an op, a, a letter by a whistleblower um, who was a, he says he's he doesn't give his name. Uh, he says he was a decision maker in the music industry in the late 80s and early 90s. In early 1991, he was invited to attend a closed door meeting with a small group of music business insiders to discuss rap music's new direction. The meeting was held at a private residence on the outskirts of Los Angeles with about 25 to 30 attendees from the industry. Among the attendees was a small group of unfamiliar faces who stayed to themselves and made no attempt to socialize beyond their circle. Based on their behavior and formal appearances, they didn't seem to be in the music industry. They were at, they, uh, the attendees were asked to sign a confidentiality agreement preventing them from publicly discussing the information presented during the meeting or they would suffer the repercussions. A man who was part of the unfamiliar group collected the agreements. A couple people left without signing the agreements. Um, the unknown, there was a, one of the speakers, this gentleman, the whistleblower thought he might have been the owner of the home, but was not someone he knew, um, went on to tell the respective company to, to tell the attendees that their respective companies had invested in a very profitable industry, which could become even more rewarding with their involvement. He explained that the companies that they work for had invested millions into the building of privately owned prisons and that their positions of influence in the music industry would actually impact the profitability of these investments. They were told that these prisons were built by privately owned companies who received funding from the government based on the number of inmates. The more inmates, the more money the government could pay these prisons. It was made clear that since these prisons were privately owned as they would become publicly traded, the attendees at this meeting would be able to buy shares very early on at very low prices. Since the employers had become silent investors in the prison business, it was now in their interest to make sure that these prisons remained filled. The attendees' job would be to help make this happen by marketing music, which promoted criminal behavior, rap being, with rap being the main target of, of the, of the uh, agenda. He assured that this would be a great situation because rap was becoming an increasingly profitable market for com- for the companies, and as employees, they would be you would be able to buy into the stocks and have ownership. One of the attendees asked if it was a joke, and he was escorted out of the house at gunpoint, along with others who tried to intervene with him being thrown out. They were told that this was bigger than the music industry and threatened if they were to speak of this. Rap acts that talked about politics, if you recall, shortly thereafter. This guy says he left in, in 93. He left the music industry. But if you recall, and, and the, he kind of points this out, that rap acts that talked about politics or harmless fun really kind of faded out in the early, early 90s. It was like right about 93-ish mm-hmm. that kind of gangster rap started to kind of Wayne, so you, well, come onto the scene. You started to you started to have that shift. You know, I guess NWA that was, and that, that was a little 89. bit. Yeah, it was a little earlier, but that eighty nine to like 
early nineties era really did transition from like, I mean, at one time acts like De La Soul were huge and you had that whole public enemy, public enemy was huge, but you had that whole kind of like positive Mm -hmm. persona and you kind of did lose that. Yeah. Tribe Called Quest. Tribe Called Quest. Absolutely. But, you know, where these act like, like, you know, for me, it's like, I love like Immortal Technique and all these guys like that dude hasn't dropped an album in forever. Rage Against the Machine. Where are, they, where are uh, these guys? I think it's now uh, they're playing Coachella. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, like, I will say that I think it's very difficult for a lot of people to maintain the passion to put out a ama- you know, great work. Yeah. And, and also it's the things you, you, let's be honest. Like for me personally, even at this stage in my life, like I don't want to hear people rapping about taking their kids to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to hear them talking about, you know, going hard, getting money. Like, you know, yeah. like I, I want to talk about, you know, some, some shit, you know, some real shit. Uh, so I think that affects artists as they age. I think there's, that's why there's very few artists that put out new music that people identify with. I mean, even when you go see the Rolling Stones, you want to hear them play their old shit. Yeah. You know, but I would say that Rage Against the Machine is the biggest disappointment in the last couple of years. Yeah. Like they should be the soundtrack for the revolution. Well, they're not. And I think they got bought something because man, they've, they've totally given into this. Uh, yeah. They've accepted this ideology. Even like, they're I mean, not raging against the machine. They're raging with the machine. Yeah. Has Run the Jewels said anything? No, nah, but they come from hip hop, man. And I think hip hop has always been very skeptical about this. It kind of goes back to that. It's like, you know, I even think about like one of the biggest conspiracy minded hip hop albums that influenced me certainly and opened me up to like what we talked about before. Behold the Pale Horse was the Goody Mob's uh, Soul, Soul Food, Food album. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, there are not artists that talk about that shit. And there's more shit like that to talk about than ever in in the art. But also, I feel like, I don't I feel like they impose a taste on you, the new taste of hip hop. Like I'll, cause I'll, I'll put suggestions in. I'm like, yo man, this, this artist is dope. He, he's bringing bar, like he has good bars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like, ah, you know, I just, I don't listen to whole albums anymore. I mm. just listen to the singles. You know what I mean? Or, ah, you know, the beat, the beat isn't just getting me right now. You know what I mean? Like, which I get. People have a hard but- time accepting old, older dated sounding beats like if a beat sounds like it's from the early 2000s Mm -hmm. or the late 90s like people today aren't feeling it as where i think a dope beat is a dope beat regardless like that's why we sample shit Mm -hmm. you sample shit because it's fucking it's dope like that's why you want to reuse it that's what but people don't do like the dicking anymore you know what I mean? I mean, that's one of the things I think that's very cool about the whole the whole the the, watching the wu-tang uh series on hulu is like you kind of see the process a little bit which i don't think a lot of like 
new people, like if you're in your twenties now, you never went rummaging through crates of, of vinyl, like yeah. looking, looking for shit. You never went back and, and played around with it. Like you don't even understand that process about how that music, how music is, well, is, they, is they made. They don't understand searching for drums, a snare, this is a single snare, right, you like right. a kick drum, you like now they have presets on everything. Yeah, you it's know? a struggle. You download to, a whole to, set. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember like, oh, I like that sound. Let's isolate save that it. snare. Isolate. You know what I mean? Like, save it. Save it. Or this go, is out, or go out and record ran, you know, random sounds, sounds that you could, you know, repurpose. Yeah. You know? Like the the art itself has gotten watered down so much. Well, it's become a little more packaged, boxed, packaged, mm -hmm. you know. And that's the thing. I like, like Drake and stuff makes great music. I like Drake's music. I like, but, I like his angry rap music. But he did it like... He can keep all his, I don't ever want to listen to him sing. <laughs> I like, I like him singing sometimes. I don't. But it's like, he's not, he's not saying anything. Cardi B has catchy shit. She's not saying nothing. Yeah. Migos, catchy shit. They're yeah. not saying nothing. Yeah. You know, and, and not to say that like everything I loved growing up, I had to say something, but it was a nice, the, the playing ground was a little more even. You could find like the shit to party Look. to, like some three six, or and you could get your knowledge on with some immortal technique at the, yeah. all in the same era. Look, in just in just in New York, you had both Nas mm -hmm. on one side and you had Puff Daddy on the other. Yeah, or, or Biggie. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was still real shit, but it was like definitely more party. Of course, you know, you more, had Wu Tang, you had Mace. You, had, you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. I mean, you did have balance. There is, there is no, no balance out there anymore. No, it's, it's all, it, and it's the truth. It all sounds the same. The life cycle of albums or songs is disposable. It's just like Master A said, yeah. these things are disposable arts coming out right now. It's more or less fast yeah. food. Fast food has won yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like. Which, which is that what this, is this the perpetuation of this of this of what was started here back in the late 80s early 90s like is this a perpetuation of 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 capitalizing on the evolution of of making this into a commercial industry instead of an art form I think so because even talking to the younger generations now my younger students I'm like I'm like yeah like listen to this MC cuz his wordplay is crazy. Yeah. His like, if we're talking about an MC, a real rapper MC, yeah. bars need to be crazy. Wordplay needs to be crazy. Flows need to be crazy. But it, those things don't matter to them anymore. They care about is the beat catchy? Does it have some bounce to <sighs> yeah, it? Yeah, I mean the beat. The beats are important. Look, I'm I'm very beat driven as well. Like I've mm -hmm. listened to people who have. You know, they'll have good lyrics, but the beat is so bad. Like, I just can't like, See, but here's the thing. It, 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 I can't, it's, it's, I can't, I can't get down with it really. The beats to me are dope. You know what I mean? On, that they're on, but it's not, it doesn't sound like the Migos or Drake beats. So then they write it off. Does it make sense? There's a certain style so, of so, beat that plays out. So yeah, I mean, people who are younger have grown, grow, are growing up like we grew up in the nineties. Mm -hmm. Right. And there are the, the, the current popular stuff mm -hmm. 
is what they identify with because it's what's popular yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So if they go back and you're like, man, you got you ever heard of Rakim? You want to listen to? You should listen to this dude. He's like maybe the, considered one of the greatest lyricists of all time. They're going to listen to that. And even though Eric B was, you know. But see, the, I'm, they, I'm they, they, about, they had they had they had beats in their own time in their own respect. Like it's so dated. Like they're they're never going to give it credit. Yeah, buddy. I I don't go to I go to Benny the Butcher. I go to mm. West Side Gun. I go to Conway the Machine. I go to Ransom. I go to. What do you think about Benny coming to the West Coast? I like it. Yeah, you know, but like. He could fucking rap. Yeah, yeah. You know for what I'm sure, saying? Like sure. these guys, like these guys are new age guys, but they all can fucking rap. That's what mattered. You know what I mean? That's what that's what mattered back then. Like, like, oh man, this person's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? When Eminem was good, yeah, you'd be like, yo, this guy can fucking rap. Yeah. That doesn't matter anymore. That's you what, could be on and not know how to rap at yeah. all. That's what sold me on on Outcast. Was rap. was like listening to their first album. There was a couple songs where there was basically like no no real beat to it. Yeah, and it was just like th- there's like an awesome rhythm and flow to like just their lyrics. Yeah, with with like I, I don't even remember the song, but there was like n- almost no beat Too to bad it. Andre's never gonna make music again. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> and I love that guy. I mean, he is. But one he of sounds my, so like is one out my, of touch. What do you mean? He is one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, of all time, but he just sounds like he's like out of touch. Just he doesn't have a love for making music anymore. Mm. So it's like, oh, that sucks. I mean, he hasn't put out anything of note uh, decades. Yeah, I mean, since Outcast. I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was Outcast. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the last thing he was really on. I mean, he's done a lot of little cameos, but they're just yeah. you know, they're yeah. not. They're not I want a full project. I would love for him to come out and like, like somebody like he, 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 you know, in collaborate, like that's who, that's who I would love to see really capitalize on this moment musically would be to have someone like Outcast do a collaboration with like Goody Mob and like address all these, all these issues have like a, I, I mean, Goody a, a Mob, soul food meets AT aliens kind of album project. You know what I mean? See, Goody Mob came out with an album last year, but no one said anything about it. You know what I mean? I mean, it had a couple, <laughs> again, it yeah. had a couple okay tracks, but it, it you know, I listened to it. it yeah. You know, it's not, I don't know. It's just, it, it's not got the same appeal. Like they need. And it's they, a they crazy because like organized, uh, organized noise made or organized uh, noise, right? Yeah. They made the, they made all the beats, which they usually hit everything out of the park. You know what I mean? Part of the Goody Mob's problem is they were not that commercially. I mean, don't get me wrong. They had success as a group before yeah. CeeLo went out on his own. Yeah. There was the accident, I think with uh, Cujo had the accident, I think. Yeah. But they took so many years off. I don't think they could ever regain that momentum. No, but you know, it's going to be hard for them to find that commercial success. Yeah. there at this stage. I wonder if, do you That's think why that, I think doing a joint project like that, where they could really bring, you know, because like, look, I, I don't want to listen to Big Gip too much. Yeah, you know, but Which like, <laughs> but like, in 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 spells, 
a verse here, a verse there to compliment like two or three other, you know, verses of other artists yeah. with the same th- theme theme on the verses uh, is really nice. Yeah. Like in terms of like new age artists that can rap, of course, like J- all the J. Cole, Kendrick, all these guys. Sure. But to me, like. I love like, like I said, Benny the Butcher. Yeah. Ransom. I like J. Cole. Guys. I like J. Cole better than like. He could be, I have, I guess I like him about as good as any of the new age, yeah. new popular guys. Like I kind of like, I, I think he's better. I like him better than Kendrick. I'll say it. Yeah. Yeah. No, like uh, he's just I think his Cole's style, great. you know, I think his new album was good, but I don't give it that much playback. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like I don't give it that much. Play- I still go back and listen to like all these other albums. It was the last concert I got to go to. Cole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At Staples, yeah. What was the last concert I've been to? Shit. It was either a reggae show or the last rap concert I've been to was probably Atmosphere. Yeah. Which is like three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's been three. Yeah. You know. Yeah, my first year in LA when it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, who, like... Just the rap coming out nowadays, and I sound like an old man. I apologize, young people, but it's to me, it's it's trash. You're not even rapping. Yeah, I mean, I've I've always wondered how hip hop might have been different if because if, if 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 Tupac and Biggie had not had such short careers. Yeah, I think it would have sure for sure been different if Tupac was still alive because he was more of. A revolutionary, yes, for sure. and he, like you think about all this shit, the impact. Twenty four years old, right? When he I died. really don't think I, I, he is another example of somebody that I think. And and obviously, I don't know what happened with his death, or yeah, obviously yeah, a lot yeah. of theories. But even if he had not died when he did the way he did, I think that if he would have continued to influence culture the way he was on that trajectory to do uh and continued with a message of of you know of the people really is what it was about his people you know poor people yeah uh i think he would have been assassinated at some point could have been quite 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 possible here's here's the thing with tupac right is he one of the like in terms of mc shit one of the like rapidy rap 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 type guys no but his fucking content was so fucking good so the good. way he said shit so good. was so you could you could feel it through the microphone and I'll into t- your speakers I'll tell you the you other know? thing that i always identified with 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 Tupac so much with was he his emotion he he emotionally he was vulnerable in his music yeah. and he ran the gamut of emotions yeah. it went from I'm sad and depressed and suicidal and I'm in love and yeah. and it ran to I'm angry and pissed and I want to burn the fucking world down. Like it was true a full range of emotions and it was never, it never felt manufactured. It mm-hmm. felt like it was a release. Well, if you look at like, you know, people's knock on Tupac were like, uh, 
Definitely authentic. Yeah. People's knock on Tupac are like, oh, he, he contradicted himself. I'm like, if you're a real Who human being, yeah. if you're yes. a real human being, you're going to contradict yourself. You're going to be because you're thinking. Is, this is part of the problem with society that, that people think you can't hold two contradictory thoughts in your mind at the same time. Yeah. You absolutely can. That is what's called conflict. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's why we have to make decisions because you're considering two conflicting thoughts mm -hmm. and you've got to make a choice. Yeah. But see, that's like, that's what's missing. I think a little bit right now is like that genuine, like people are like, oh man, J. Cole is dope. He's, uh, he's like an activist type guy, but I'm like, he not like, I mean, he, he is for, yeah, I, I'm not going to say I he's don't not. Think I he mean, is he's the most probably today for but sure. Like, I don't think he digs his heels in like Tupac would be like, I'm mean, a fuck this shit. Like, Here's the difference. He, <laughs> he he has some security now, mm. and he, I don't think my I, I, from my understanding he's not like super overly flashy compared no, to most no. artists. Yeah, but I think he after growing up, you know, pro, not with that much. I think he wants to protect what he's got. Yeah, Tupac didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he was like, take everything. Fuck you. I'll fight the government. I'll yeah. take you to court. I don't give a shit. I'll yeah. wear a bulletproof vest. I'll get bodyguards. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'll earn another. I'll earn it all back on the next album. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Like nobody else is willing to do that. And, and that's is, what I think would have made him way too dangerous for him to have lived to be 40 or 50 is he years in your old. Number one spot of all time. It really depends on the criteria. What are we asking? Just Number like, one of like, like in, for, influence, possibly greatest lyricist. Mm, I don't know. I think I lyricist. Yes. I don't think greatest MC. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, he could write, he could write and make you feel his lyrics. But in terms of like different flows, rapidity, rap, rap. No. Yeah. yeah, no. But like for me, it's like Tupac holds that number one and always in my category is because yeah. like Jesus Christ, like the amount of clat, like not only classics, but range in his music. His, his catalog for such a short period of time. Oh my God. I mean, I wish we had that Party much. Tracks, I, I wish tracks we had that much think. material from Biggie. Yeah. I mean, we have such limited on like him. Biggie, Tupac one of, put out so much. Biggie, one of the greats, right? One of the greats of all time. Only two albums but though. In terms of range, not as quite of a bigger range than Tupac. No, but uh, Biggie, man, there's some about Biggie though. He just had that natural flow. Oh yeah, like and he could flow to different beats, which is something that yeah. a lot of artists can not do. Which for me is essential. If you want to be called mm -hmm. a lyricist, like, look, I can go spit some shit and it not go to the beat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like that's what makes an MC an or MC. a lyricist like a truly yeah. finesse on the mic is yeah. like that that they can f vary their flow to match the beat, mm -hmm. and you know he kind of had that skill. Yeah, I mean Tupac. I mean all. I think all the good one, great ones, really have that element. Have the there were for me there was just something unique about all of them, but Tupac especially, like. You felt his emotions through the microphone, for sure. which is, I think, so hard to do for More so a than rapper. Any, any other artist, yeah. Uh, any other, yeah. That's why he holds. For me, he's number one of all time, always. 
I mean, look, there's a lot that I like. There's, there's obviously we've talked about Outcast. I personally like Goody Mob a lot. Yeah. Wu Tang's been a humongous cultural influence. Dre and Snoop. Yep. I love Big Pun can fucking rap his ass for off. For sure. Jesus Christ. For sure. Uh, Elzai. You got all these like, and then you have like my underground guys, like, you know, Master Ace Legend. Yeah. I fucking love the the different concept albums he has to live quality and most deaf, you know, I mean, that conscious black stars, that yeah. album is still Classic. like, I, I, it's, 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 I can't say that it's my number one all time favorite album, but like, it's hard for me to say an album that I like better than that as well. Yeah. Like I could say that about a few albums, yeah. but like, it's a phenomenal album. And to me, they're two artists as well that have never, they've never, they've never made it back there. <laughs> they made it. They had that Black Star album. Yeah. They had their two solos. Yeah. Black on both sides and Train of Thought. Yeah. And and a Reflection Eternal. Reflection Eternal yeah. is classic. And and they had those two solo albums. And then everything else they've done has just been like a since then has just been a step down from those three projects. I would say and those three projects are like three of my. I mean, I could put all three of them. I could, I could make an argument to put all three of those in my top yeah. ten albums of all time. Yeah, hip hop wise. I think Talib's uh, album "Beautiful Struggle" was a fucking really good album. It was really good, but not quite. Of course, not quite as Reflection Eternal. It was really good, but like I'll, I'll "Beautiful Struggle" was fucking. It was good. Really good. It was really good. It was a quality follow up. I will give him credit for yeah, that. Yeah, I think that Talib, for the most part, has been consistent in his music. Like. Beautiful Circle was close, very yeah. close, but not yeah. quite there. Most has progressively fallen off. Yeah. There was a time he there He seems that like somebody that's being less and less interested in music. Like, he gives like me Andre. the Andre 3005. Yeah, for sure. You know, like there was a time there. And Both all these guys- got that taste of, of Hollywood acting, too. Yeah, exactly. So- Got that Hollywood money, baby. <laughs> but even like, I miss like some MERS and Ninth Wonder, you know, like the like some- Good shit like Ninth, that. Ninth Wonder's supposed to be doing something with Bob James. See? That's dope. Yeah. Bob's also doing, oh, speaking of Talib Kweli, God, I can't believe we're talking about it and I forgot about this. So like January 24th at the Blue Note in New York City. Yeah. Talib Kweli is doing a show featuring Bob James and Slick Rick. Ooh. Yeah. So are you going to, are you going to uh, fly out and get your vax? <laughs> so you can attend? I don't know. I, I definitely know, but <laughs> I have to admit that like, I would really love to be at that show. Yeah. That would be a dope ass oh, show. Like yeah. that should be, you know, and I, I, I you know, I don't want to speak out of out of turn here, but I personally would love to see like Bob do more of that kind of stuff because yeah. like that's a tour that I think would be if 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 the three of them went out and did like a twenty date tour here in the U.S. Yeah, it would sell out everywhere and it would create more attention than honestly Bob could ever do on his own yeah. just for a jazz show. You know what I mean? Oh hell yeah! I mean it would take. Bob's status is this like legendary guy and reintroduce him to, to like a whole new generation yeah. in that experience. And really going all the way back to what we're talking about, like showing people here's where it's at now. Yeah. Like these are the roots and this is the mixture of the two. Well, like you know? all these, I remember nods. Did I mean, I mean, Bob being the most sampled guy in hip hop history yeah. is it's like, it's, it's the perfect thing for him. And there's nothing like an MC with a live band. Like Nas did Crush Illmatic it. with a live band. That was 
ridiculous. Anytime the Roots perform, you're going to see one of the greatest shows you've seen in your life. I think one of them just passed away, he too. did. Bass player. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. Be, honestly, though, like you said, the Roots are legitimately one of the best live band performances time. I've ever seen. I've seen quite a few live shows. And that's like... I will also say watching Thievery Corporation transition the, all their the stuff into shows. a live show yeah. was the, fir the first time I saw that for an electronic album to be converted live to a band. Yeah. F that was a phenomenal show and as I, well. Like, I love, like, I would f rather see, like, a great show like that than a music. I hate music festivals. I'd rather just see, give me, <sighs> I would always choose the roots at an intimate club than okay. a fucking packed shit uh, okay. music festival. Okay. I'll give you that, but I will say this. It depends on the music festival. Like if it's an EDM festival and it's sunny and you know, there, the, there are, there are, there are, uh, it's a celebratory environment and it's peace, love and happiness, man. That is a fun, if fun festival if to it go was, to. If it was pool party vibes. It, for me but it doesn't have to have a pool always no but if it's like like at, at exposition park and it's packed to the i mean brim. i'm just saying everybody's there everybody's in a very loving and affectionate <laughs> affectionate you know kind of atmosphere and it's just peace and love and people want to party and dance and, and talk to each other and yeah that's that's a beautiful thing. Like I, that's that's a very fun thing, just to bounce around from stage to stage, kind of exploring yeah. the reality as it is. <laughs> Maybe or I, for me, I would just get too tired. I'm like, man, I just want to. Definitely would not get tired. <laughs> it depends what uh, speaking of which, performance and drugs. I've one had. of one of the one of the one of them that I had all, was a really good time. I actually went with. Our com, our uh, Scott. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah, I, I like. I, I miss those intimate shows, though. I don't. I feel like maybe they're few and far between. I just miss getting to go to a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's 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 interesting, man. Like. All my guys are still making like good hip hop. I, I appreciate you guys. Keep keep making good music. Yeah. If you're making trash, fucking terrible mumble shit, fuck out of here. I That's like I like a lot of a lot of the new music too. I just don't generally like the. I just generally don't like the pop stuff. It's like, I'm so happy to see you all show sports on your TV. At the at the academy, yeah. Like one of the most frustrating things for me is to go to the to the gym or any athletic facility, and they'll be playing the top news. forty <laughs> bubblegum pop music videos. Oh yeah, or yeah, or some like <laughs> sick, not a, not even a, some drama on yeah. TV, and it's like, what the what are you House, what are, House what are Hunters you doing? International? <laughs> what are you what are you doing? Are you trying to kill my workout? Like. Yeah. Put ups. I want to see somebody on the screen carrying a, a, 50, a hundred pound boulder, yeah, a hundred yards, 
throwing javelins, jumping over buildings. Like I want to see people doing things that I can't even do because that's going to make me work out harder. Yeah. I don't want to, I want to hear music that's, that's going to, uh, you know, motivate you to do more, not, <laughs> not zone out and do less, not sit on the bench and check my cell phone, which yeah. is what too many people do. I also get very frustrated when I wait on, I'm waiting on something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're just sitting on their phone. And I'm like, damn dude, I've done, four exercises in the time you've done two sets on this one thing. Yeah. Because like get the, get off of the, they're not really there for that. No, they're not. You know, they're not there to really work out. They want the perception of working out. I went to the gym today. That's what they want to tell people. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're like, Oh yeah, I did my thing. There's some people that work out really hard and there's some good, you know, definitely in shape people, but there are also a lot of people that just go to the gym when's for the last time going been, to the gym. When's the last time you went to the gym down there? Over in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of sometime last, towards the end of last month. Are you looking for a new gym or no? I think I'm just going to ride it out until I figure out what I'm, what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I, I mean, I, I mean, know a to, couple to, that to, won't to, card you. It would depend on how much are they outside. Uh, some are, some aren't. I don't know. Maybe let's let's talk off. <laughs> off let's talk off uh, camera about that. But like, yeah, it just became too hard, man. They, you know, I know they were trying to work, but like, they were taking the tests, but it couldn't be the over the counter tests. It had to be like go stand in line every three days because yeah. it had to be within three days. And I was like really like I'm supposed to go stand an hour in line, like to go get one of these tests by somebody else. That's the same test as the over the counter test. Yeah. Uh, Just to go to the gym. It's, I just don't have that much time. Exactly. And it's, yeah, you just want to go to the gym. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm healthy. Like, yeah, no, I know a couple. Well, we'll talk about after we have a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've, 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 I've struggled to, to, to even, even with things I thought slowing down a bit to, to make it just to drive to the other side of town over to the academy. <laughs> to my rough. side. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit of a challenge during the week for me most of the time. Yeah. Well, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just, uh. What are you doing for the ho- you're going going home for the holidays? Flying out home Christmas for the holidays. Eve. Yeah, so, sounds like a movie. Christmas probably movie. is a movie. Yeah, it probably is a movie. But no, flying back. I'm here to see how L.A. Mike home for the holidays. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how it's going to be. Um, excited to leave the city for for a bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like chill. I mean, last year you know didn't get to go home or anything, so it'll be good to see everybody and kind of. Uh, Spend that quality time, you know? Yeah. It puts everything. It's always a good recharge. So that, and then right after that, coming back, it's going to be like, we got to get out of here. We got to move. Yeah. It's going to be. Well, start getting prepared at least. Fuck. Yeah. What's it? Are you putting any, uh, are you, are you testing everyone as they come through the door? Are you limiting your uh, attendees as requested by our government? No, no. We're going to enjoy the holidays. Well, you know, I'm, my parents are vaccinated. Yeah. My sister's vaccinated. Yeah. I've had it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm fine. They'll be okay. (laughs) 
people that would consider that very reckless, <laughs> even though it makes perfect, uh, perfect yeah. sense to me as well. Guess what? I was, I was, you know, I was free to do reckless shit before. Are there any, what's it? It's, uh, I mean, is there anything, what's it like back there? Is it pretty open or? I think it's way more open than here. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. So it's like, what, I've put a mask on, I'll go to this thing. There's I, only like three or that. four places that are like, you know. Yeah. Actually, there's like five or six places that are pretty, like I wouldn't want to be. No, and all these all these cities are suffering for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like L.A., uh, San New, Francisco, New York, New York Boston. Portland. <laughs> I was saying Portland, uh, Seattle. Yeah. Maybe Boston now yeah. goes into that mix. Huh? That's but, six. The sinister six, dude. <laughs> all fucking <laughs> all fucking done, man. Those cities yeah. are in the shitter. It's like it's, you know that's a, that's a, that is a fact though. Did you see the reverse uh, that uh, London Breed, the San Francisco mayor, did? She had this big statement where she got out and made a big press conference about reinvesting in police you know they've been being looted for the past yeah. year and a half of yeah. their just random crime it's just yeah so now they're reversing their stance on defunding the police i mean look man i you know do we need pol police reform yeah we, we need we need some changes in the way policing is done mm -hmm. but we got to have we do need to have law enforcement. I of mean, I think people this. will always, if there aren't, if there are absolutely no, nothing, no one to enforce the most heinous, uh, to prevent the most heinous or enforce the most, the penalties for the most heinous of crimes, mm. then people will do those. Yeah. I, we don't need less police. We need better police. Yeah. We need better men out there, better men and women yeah, who want to trained. Yeah. Better men and women who want to genuinely do well, better trained, but you know, these fat pieces of trash is eating donuts and fucking uh, uh, oppressing, oppressing minorities ain't, ain't cool. So, well, <laughs> you know, that's 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 where we'll go. Have you seen like the movie The Island or any of these futuristic movies? You know, you see where it's like yeah. physical fitness is part of the regiment to be part of society. Like, you know, cop, <laughs> cops got to cops got to be on their shit. I've always thought it was weird to have cops that, you know. Really, you're not going to run me down. Yeah. You know, or well, also historically, like if I'm being real here, the guys that usually turn into cops are all losers <laughs> that I grew up with. I'm like, oh, this well, dude was, <laughs> this dude was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I can't speak for all cops everywhere. No, but, no, but there's some, there's some gems out there, but I'm just speaking from the ones I know personally. Certainly. Yeah. But then, you know, out in the Midwest, I know some great, I know some great cops out there. That's another interesting thought. Like, what if that becomes the next step? Like, we're vax carding, we're, uh, you know, mandating certain health requirements. What mm -hmm. if they expand that? And we say, you know, if you're a certain percentage overweight or if you can't meet this, uh, you know, mile time Mm -hmm. You know, you lose you you lose part of access to society. Like, what if it gets to that point? Because we no longer, it won't you know, be. you're putting people in danger with your uh, with your obese. It, you know, it won't because uh, even our elected officials wouldn't do that. 
Because they're all fucking the elected officials will do whatever helps them consolidate more power and money. <laughs> if they found a way to profit off of that, yeah, you know, yeah, people would have a problem with it. For I sure. mean, New Zealand just banned smoking. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I was talking to to somebody last week about about that, and it came up in conversation. He was like, "Well, that would never happen here." You know, there would be a revolt. And I'm like, I don't know, bro. This is California. Yeah. And, you know, you're already, people are already pretty comfortable with like letting, letting the government tell them what to do. Yeah. That's, I mean, you know, I mean, we all know smoking's bad for you. Mm-hmm. But if you want to, that's your but choice. If you want to do it, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, is drinking, if you want to do it in the privacy of your own home or in the out, outside, like, I get it as long as not in public spaces, not at the restaurant, whatever, fine. But like, but here's my thing: how how much? Although how, I do think there should be some bars reserved where you can smoke cigars and and weed and, and <laughs> cigarettes. Even like you know, how many? How much? How many people does alcohol kill per year? Whether it's drunk driving or you know what I mean, a like lot. a lot. You don't stop people from drinking. It's still readily uh, available. I mean, all tobacco, around. cancer, you know, there's yeah. definitely a link and it kills a lot of people, but like Of course, but it's it's just a, it's you've choice. come to a consensus that like, hey, this is bad for you, you gotta you should quit. Yeah. But it's your choice. Hey, thank you for telling me. I appreciate your concern. I think I'm still gonna do it. Though. Yeah, exactly. You know? and, and if somebody wants to do that, then you know that's the, the choice. It's like this whole, you know, thing about the, there's a big push on uh it, with vape bans and this stuff right now that we're dealing with uh, legislatively. And it's like, you know, people have the right to choose these things. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, we get it. No one is saying that inhaling anything into your lungs is good for you. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not saying it's therapeutic. Yeah. I, I wish I could make that claim with, with cannabis, but that's not, <laughs> not true, you know, but it's, it's still a choice. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we had our, uh, a little uh, thing on Saturday at the Santa Monica Brew Works. Mm. You know, I was just drinking coffee there. I didn't drink any. Yeah. Like, they were like, like oh, why aren't you drinking? I was like, I just don't feel like it. It was my choice. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's like this. It's like, I, just, I was making jokes, right? I was like, guys, alcohol kills so many people a year that um, to look out for you, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking right now. You know what I'm saying? Just to make a joke and make yeah. a lot of shit. But it's like it was hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm I'm keeping safe. I'm keeping you safe from me not drinking right now. <laughs> but you guys, you guys are drinking right now. You guys are murderers because you're perpetuating. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I how I feel about exercising in obese people. You know? Yeah. So, and I'm not talking about slightly, slightly overweight people that are still act, you know, mm -hmm. can, can do their thing, but like obese. Yeah. Obese. Yeah. You know, you're, I'm, I'm trying to balance society out <laughs> to compensate for you. Oh my God. Yeah. It should be. It should be an interesting new year. Yeah. You yeah. ring in the new year back East. I have a wedding on New Year's. Oh, not your own. No, no that's good. No, or no, it would yeah. not be my choice. Yeah, to uh, get married on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve would be is a interesting choice. <laughs> it's a it's unique. Yeah, it's a unique choice, but you know. <laughs>
Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, it's really just, uh, I think, just a date that we've kind of arbitrarily picked as, as the end of the year, right? Like more meaningful yeah. would be like picking one of the well, solstice, solstices or something yeah. to, to change. Well, it's, the, it's tough because it's like, A, I haven't seen my family in forever, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like I got to balance family time with wedding duties now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As being one of the groomsmen. Mm -hmm being part of the wedding person. It's like, yeah. damn, man, that, that, the wedding is going to take two days out of for sure. my time over there. So yeah. it's like, but I want to hang with my parents and chill out and like, you know what I mean? Like recharge that way. So just for me, it kind of blows a little bit. Cause it's like, I, I want to spend time with my, my mom and my dad and my sister. Yeah. And it's like, all right, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Woo. Yeah. 2022 would be interesting for sure. It's going to be, it's the first year in a while that I can't see into the future a little bit. You know what I mean? I was thinking about this the other day. Like <laughs> I'm generally always been pretty hopeful, you know, about things and positive about the future. Yeah. It's the first time I'm, I'm genuinely really kind of, concerned that i could see a trajectory that goes in a very ugly not positive place mm. you know yeah it's uh 2020 2022 is going to be it's going to be an interesting year it's going to be very pivotal i think as as well yeah i mean 2022 personally i think will be uh I'm excited for it. A year of revelation. Yeah. Eye opening <laughs> apocalations. <laughs> I look forward to it. Like I look forward to what I'm going to be doing personally uh, in 2022. Uh, it's definitely a year of change. Year of change big, big, for sure. Big change. Year of change for, both, for sure. both of us. Yeah. At least. And you know, I'm going to talk to you now into moving where I'm going to. Yeah, move. I feel very. I feel you know. It's. A, I feel. Like I said, I, 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 I came here thinking this was a place I could spend, uh, you know, a decade or so mm -hmm. at least. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel a bit unsettled, you know, <laughs> I haven't felt un unsettled in a while. You know, if I'm not here, like I said, I'd, I'd just as soon travel, but that's tough to do now as well. No, I did. I used to like, I used to love living here. Now yeah. it's not fun anymore. And when it yeah. stops being fun. You got to get the fight. Like you can't justify yeah. not well, having Like you fun. said, you could move to the desert and yeah. you're still paying about the same amount of rent as you are here yeah. in LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, you're going to go live in the desert. What's the, what's the, or the, you know, what's, what's the benefit to that either? Yeah. Cause it's like all those spots we were talking about earlier, those people actually like are from there. Live yeah, there. exactly. Like, like it's kind of weird to be an out. It's not as common for an outsider just to move there and be yeah. like, yeah, I'm just picking here. Cause I don't, you yeah. know, yeah, <laughs> they're from there. Yeah. But well, you got anything else? Nah, man, just have a, have a safe trip and all that. You know, Thank you. Happy, happy holidays to everyone out there. And yeah, you know, if, uh, you know, if you think that, uh, I'm kind of interested to hear what other people might have to think about uh, this this little hip hop government conspiracy. I would like to have people like leave comments if you if you think this is legit. Yeah, you know, let us know if you if you think this could be possible. 
please tag Willie D and ask him <laughs> where the documentary is because this this email is like really all I I have on this right you know and it was slipped to me from somebody in the music industry out here so I don't know. I don't know if I should really be, you know, talk. Well, know. You'll probably, you'll end up dead now. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but I would love to, to, to have somebody that's got resources like Willie D. Yeah. You know, release the documentary so that we could uh, shed some light on this because now seems like the perfect opportunity to, to drop something like this. Yeah. Put it on Netflix with all this, all this other shit going on in the world. It just goes right in and man, it'll be a huge <laughs> success. Willie D, get on it. <laughs> well, Willie D, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas yeah. and happy holidays. Uh, everyone out there, be safe, be kind to each other. Don't be a cunt. Uh, and you, have a good Merry Christmas. Yeah, appreciate it. For All sure. right. As always, guys, this has been the Evolved Idiots Podcast. Peace and love. Power to the people. <laughs>